Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a huge fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 105, baby! 105, and as you can hear, we are in quarantine. <laughs> quarantine, baby! Uh, Peeking my mic, gotta figure that out. Sorry if it's blown ears out. Uh, as you, yeah, obviously you can hear the sound quality is not gonna be as good this week. Uh, no siree. We, What's, why, John? What's going on? Well, why are we in quarantine? Have you heard of a little beer I like to call COVID? I haven't. I have no idea. Someone told me to stay inside, and that's all I needed. One person <laughs> telling me to not go outside at all, and here I am. Uh, you want to introduce our guest? Uh, I sure do. Uh, speaking of staying away from someone as long as possible, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strayx. This is the quarantine. Keep it clean. Only talk through screens. Whoa. You can dance, you oh, can God. jive, <laughs> long as you stay inside. Hey, thanks for having me, fellas. Wow, this is fun. How how, how long did you... How, yeah. There we go, same I question. the exact same question. You know, how long have you been writing that? You know how I told you guys I had to work all weekend? <laughs> that Wasn't was, true? That was it. <laughs> I took voice uh, Thank lessons. you for being here. Thanks for having me, fellas. It's, uh, it's super good to do this weird thing, and I'm very excited. Yeah, how how are how are we doing? Tell 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 the listeners about our different setups. Oh man, Jimmy, you go first. I am currently uh, sitting with my legs crossed on my bed, with my back against the wall, and my computer on a pillow in my lap, hoping to get the best uh, audio quality here. Respect. Uh, yeah. What about you, Joe? Uh, <clears throat> I have fashioned myself a standing desk. Uh, and it has done wonders for my posture, terrible for my feet. Uh, mm. But it's fun. We're enjoying quarantine. I'm eating pretty good and uh, trying to work out, trying to be active in some way. Yeah. How about you, Johnny? Yeah. What about you, Johnny? I am at uh, my girlfriend's place. It is me, her, Johnny's and her got roommate. A girlfriend. Brag about it. Jeez. <laughs> uh, we have every Tom Hanks film in a hat, and we draft a different one out each night, and we watch a different Tom Hanks film in solidarity yes. with Tom. Yep. Because uh, he is sick from uh, the thing. And also Tom you know Hanks produced insane? Endeavors. So we watched all of Band of Brothers. Yeah. Dude, that was the best decision you've ever made. I just finished uh, it a couple days ago. It's still all of us watched up. Brand of Brothers in the last week. You know what's insane though? Learning that Tom Hanks had uh, coronavirus feels like it was a year and a half ago, <laughs> right? And it's been and it's been a week and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. But not being able to go anywhere really uh, works wonders for being constantly plugged in to the world <laughs> oh, outside. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if uh, we watched uh, Snowpiercer like right when this all started, and it is starting to feel more like that, just in terms of like, yeah, we're stuck on a. Tra we're, what if the train that they're stuck on doesn't go anywhere, and it's just your house? Mm. <laughs> um, I also my my question about Snowpiercer is always like, how did they get people on the train? Did they explain that part? <laughs> what was the transition? What was the transition from like, hey, you're all in your homes being normal, right? 
What if we got on a train right now? It's actually the start of Inception, and they just wake up and they're on the train. (laughs) (laughs) You're waiting for a train. I don't know if that was offensive. It was no. Um, <laughs> that actor's what's that actor's name? Who, who cares? Crashing Tiger. Okay. Well, now it was borderline offensive, and now it's no. Yeah, he's in Crashing Tiger. No, Joe. We all know that you refer to him as Crashing Tiger. No, all I can get out of this. Chow, you're fat. There it is. You have yeah. used no, this horrible pandemic to fuel your racism. Everyone knows this. God damn it! Jesus Christ! I hate. I hate that um, I've done this. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Um, uh, we should, uh, say that our, our father, Andrew Ray, has the disease. It appears he does indeed have coronavirus, based on his, um, although there's been a lot of stolen valor with people who just have the flu, throwing it out there on social media and various places, being like, oh, I might have it, but I can't get tested, so feel just as bad for me as if I did have it. It's easier easier to steal valor for a disease than, say, like, going to Iraq, you know? Sure, (laughs) but also, listen, in my mind, if you haven't gotten tested... Don't claim it? And you're you're still alive, you can't claim it. Wait, did you you read his post? Did you read what it said? Didn't it say he can't get tested? Yeah, he called his doctor and they called the CDC and they said, yeah, you're young and you're fine, so just stay at home and be responsible. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there's no. They have not determined if he indeed has COVID nineteen. Yeah. He could just have the flu. But they could but, both just have a really bad case of the flu. What's what is your point? <laughs> My point is that people out there are posting as if they have COVID nineteen when they really might just have the regular flu. Two things. And I'm saying, yeah, two separate things. Well, hold up. I, no, but I'm... people are acting. Oh, you're saying two. I'm saying, no, those are two separate things. And people are acting as if they are one thing. And it's like, no, you're not getting the same sympathy if you just have the regular flu. I was going to say I have two things real quick. First off, Ken Watanabe is in Inception. That's that guy. (laughs) Great. Yes. The second thing is, it's crazy that, like a decent amount of the response to this is like, hey, if you have the virus, have you considered not having the virus? And that's the whole plan. (laughs) (laughs) No, the be- my favorite part of the response has been just being like, hey, if you have the virus and you're young, we don't want to know about it. Stay where you are and shut up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but that's only because we live in a third world country. Correct. We Medically speaking, we do live in a third world country. Do you see yeah, yeah, it's only, it's only that. Right, yeah. It's only that every country in the world is more advanced than us. Right. Oh, for sure. Cuba's sending their doctors every which way you know and then we're sitting here like i wish we had more doctors <laughs> what if there were more of them <laughs> oh damn it well cvs is gonna hire more people to work the pharmacy mm-hmm. i like that like um, uh basically i think a lot of people assumed we were like the 98 yankees and people are coming to realize that we are a triple a baseball team mm-hmm. <laughs> we are the brooklyn cyclones of yeah medicine. <laughs> Well, hey, listeners, if you were hoping for an escape from reality by tuning into your favorite food podcast, uh, <laughs> here we are. Well, also, well, ten minutes in. Let's talk about some of the food. Let's talk about some of the food that we've been making over our over our quarantines. Um, uh, I've been I have been good. I've been making salads in my own in my apartment, which I've never done before because I used to rely on my work's cafeteria to make like to make the salads. But I've gone out and I've been trying to eat a salad every day, which has been pretty tight. That's good. I gotta be honest. That's good for your bathroom times. 
yes, those are pretty solid. They keep it <laughs> keep things moving along. Keeps you regular. Jo- uh, Johnny, you what said you made you? a uh, what, what was it you made the other night? Was it a bolognese? I what made, was it? I made carbonara the other night. Yeah, uh, there you go. I'm gonna make. Ooh. I've decided that over the course of the next couple weeks, I'm gonna make all of the four major Roman pasta dishes. So tonight, I'm making. Uh, uh, I can never pronounce it. A, a mitriata. Cacio pepe. I'm gonna make cacio pepe next week, and then I'm gonna make alegrisha the week after. Hey, that's awesome. What's so, what's alegrisha? Uh, it's just like pancetta and uh, pecorino. They're all like variations of each other. So it's and then a mitriata oh, okay. is so that just like plus tomato. Cool pecorino. Yeah. That's what I call that's, my shots. Yeah, that's a good. Hey, you'll be here all week. Yes, I will. Uh, Forever and eternity. (laughs) He has to be. Uh, I was going to make my way through some of the recipes in the Babish cookbook that I got for Christmas. Oh, I like that. The first one I wanted to do was pasta alio olio. And then we were looking at the recipe and it uh, it calls for a medically irresponsible amount of uh, olive oil. And we said, we will come back to that at another time. Medically irresponsible, meaning what? Just that it's a lot and that we don't have enough for it right now. Oh, I see, yeah, it's I see, I basically, see. Yeah, it's like basically deep frying garlic and then pouring the noodles into the deep frying garlic, right. basically, is what that recipe is. So, we'll get to that. We have, I mean, Amanda's been cooking up a storm. We She made uh, insanely good homemade gnocchi last night. Um, Wasn't that, didn't you have an aborted attempt at a Thanksgiving dinner? Sure did. We went and bought, we went and did like a little panic shopping run. Uh, one of two or three that we did last week, uh, and the the one I we were gonna like meet in the middle. We were gonna go out, get all our food, meet back at the register. I was up at the register. I was like, "Where are you?" She's like, "I'm, I'm at the back." She comes back to the register with an entire turkey, uh, and I said, "All right, well, we have a whole turkey now." And uh, <laughs> then we opened the turkey, and boy, did it stink! Oh uh, no. Yeah, so that's such a bummer. It went rancid just like, at some what point. Was it? it was just like rotted out in the middle. No, it just I don't know. We didn't bother like looking further. We just smelled it. We were like, that's probably not something we should eat, and we threw it away. Mm. Oh, I think you're a coward. I think you should have pressed on. <laughs> <laughs> you can just cut. Yeah, the, dude, the oven kills the bacteria. James, you can take that up with my uh, betrothed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I forgot about the, another thing that I cooked uh, that is layered in meeting is uh, my girlfriend and I also watched all of Terrace House on Netflix, oh a Japanese reality show. And in uh, one episode, one of them who uh, is not asking out one of the girls like he should, they made uh, omu rice for him and, and uh, in ketchup wrote the word coward on it. Uh <laughs> so i made a english and japanese version of that and took pictures of them and i think we posted them yes we did so it was very fun for our listeners but also this this uh reality show that is the most nice polite people in the world it feels like japan's mix of like american reality tv and the great british baking show that's what i'm gathering it is a delight uh they like (laughs) 10 minutes of activity will happen and then they pause and there are just six japanese comedians who are watching it who comment on it and then they go back to the action (laughs) i love it and it is delightful yeah that all sounds very nice i'd also like to really quickly shout out uh coward mark for giving us the idea to do some remote recording because he hit us up on IG and said, you fucking cowards, record episodes, and now we are here. So thank you, Mark. Hell yeah. Thank you, Mark. Uh, but also, fuck you, thank Mark. You. If this sounds bad, this is your fault. 
<laughs> no? Yeah, if All you right. guys hate this, it is Mark's <laughs> yeah. fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, if, it yeah, sounds if bad and this is unlistenable, great, we're sorry. It, yeah, if no, but if it's great, it, we did everything. This is on us. And if it's and if it's bad, take it up with Mark. Yeah, <laughs> we will sick the dogs. Uh, um, we may look into getting some uh, mi- some new microphones or something. Uh, yes. So stay, hang with us. Uh, yes, it's a troubled time, and we're all doing what we can, you know. Yup. <laughs> um, <laughs> should we do the thing now? Yeah, let's no, talk about the episode. Oh, okay. I was gonna I was gonna talk about how the virus also made me cancel my wedding, but that's we can get to that later. We got, we don't, no no no, shut up, James. Who cares? <laughs> we, yeah, we don't let's talk about cinnamon buns, baby! <laughs> you ever eat a cinnamon? You have to take a nap halfway through. It's kinda generous calling that a bun. It's the size of a beanbag chair. Uh, should I sit in it or eat it? Hey, I could sit in it and eat it. Oh, this is sticky without pants on. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week I am using Jim Gaffigan's stand-up as an excuse to make cinnamon rolls. I wasn't quite sure what to put on the table in this first shot, so I'm going to gesture towards these cinnamon sticks, and then we're going to move on. I also want to do things a little bit differently this week. I made two batches, the first of which I screwed up royally. Instead of doing what I usually do and throwing away the footage, I thought it might be fun to learn from my mistakes. So you can see how a few tiny tweaks can make the difference in a recipe turning out perfectly. Cinnamon buns. Yeah, so he uh, he does a clip of Jim Gaffigan talking about cinnamon rolls, which is the thinnest. Has he already? Yeah, has he already run out of movies? That's what I I didn't understand. I was like, come on. Well, this is like a year and a half into this thing. This is. I think he just wanted to make cinnamon rolls. Yeah, this is only uh, very tangentially relevant and probably also slightly incriminating. But uh, I have been rereading the Animorphs books. And uh, in them, the one of the yeah. Let's uh, just let that slide. I'll, I'll come back to it. I'm, I will <laughs> gladly talk about it at length. But the point is, one of them is an alien, and he uh, has never had the sensation of taste before, and he can't get enough cinnabuns. So I was gonna say, why don't you just uh, revisit the Canadian Animorphs TV series from the early thousands and make the cinnabuns from that? But uh, obviously, of course, Jim Gaffigan a little more accessible in the public conscious. Absolutely. Yeah, that's very fair. Also, man, talk about overloading. You can't you you got to ease somebody who's who's never tasted anything into the you can't just throw cinnamon buns oh, at them. That'll melt they, melt the brain. It was not intentional. They take him to a mall cuz they had to like investigate some shit and then he he like ran away and went to the food court <laughs> and was just like eating shit off of other people's tables. Uh yeah. Were they meeting in the mall cuz it was going down? Indeed, and Young Jock, he's one of the Animorphs, too. <laughs> uh, if anyone out there wants to talk Animorphs, please, I'm all ears. And also all <laughs> lips. I want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, it's fun to me that uh, at this time to do a, uh, an episode around stand-up comedy, an art that will never exist ever again. Yeah. <laughs> an art form that is, for all intents and purposes, dead. dead. Dun, dun, it is a completely dun, 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 dead dun, art form. Dun, dun. <laughs> Goodbye, stand up. Hello, even when Instagram not, live like, comedy shows. And even when it is Ugh. safe enough to be in the same room, no one will ever want to do it again. No. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to it's work like, hey, wanna get, wanna work get from in a home. gross basement together. <laughs> <laughs> a place where no one has washed their hands surely in 30 years. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, I do love Jim Gaffigan, though. I can't speak oh, for a of lot course. of his more recent work, but some of that early shit still bangs. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he's an unimpeachable. Some of those specials are some of the best out there. They're fantastic. There's a line he, yeah, so he, funny. he does in his presents that's like, uh, it's how he hated having to do readings at church, and he would always, his parents would always volunteer him, and he'd be up there like, a reader from... Peter to the uh, post. Uh, somebody kill me! <laughs> yeah, he's he's a master it, at just taking like one idea and just hitting it from every single angle and still yes. like making it yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I think he's brilliant. I mean, yeah, and it's like esque. it's become like the hot pocket bit has become so cliche and so beaten to the ground. But part of the reason it has gotten to that point is because it was yeah so brilliant and funny right. and like hilarious. Yeah. Is it steak? Um. <laughs> um. Okay, let's talk um, cinnamon rolls. These look insane. They're also cinnamon rolls are the thing simultaneously the thing that I want at all times, and if I end up making them, show that I've gone off the cliff and I don't care about myself anymore. Because <laughs> you buy like I want I want to make this recipe so bad, but making it means that i'm gonna eat 10 cinnamon rolls yeah, truly right it's it's an insane and i could die i could die from that yeah it, it just the the a cinnamon roll is is the risk is often not worth the reward where it's like you can have you anyone's capacity at most is half of a cinnamon roll right but <laughs> you're always like sure. oh, i'll eat a whole cinnamon roll and then you've you've wasted a day my freshman year of college, there was a Cinnabon on the way to my first class, and I got a Cinnabon every day my Jesus. first week and a half of college. Every day? You and yeah. James have I was so bodies. stoked to be in college, and uh, then I realized very soon that you can't do that every day. Yikes. Yeah, we had we had a Cinnabon on college, um, sorry, on campus, and it was, I would go, uh, it would be like my Wednesday morning treat I would wake up, I was on a radio show, and I would go and do the radio show, and then I would get a Cinnabon every Wednesday. See, that's... And that was, like, the my in, one indulgence. I, Johnny said he was going every day, and I was going to say, you should have a Cinnabon once, maybe a year. A year tops, a week even, <laughs> is crazy. I haven't, I haven't had, like, a Cinnabon, like, cinnamon bun in... Years. Honestly, probably close to a decade, because they are just... I yeah, I just know too much know. what's involved. Like, that I can't is, go back in. I, I know too much. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't deal with the fallout. <laughs> Knowing the like that you're getting your I don't know lifetime recommended amount of trans fat with one cinnabon, <laughs> kind of puts a damper on the process. Um, I have uh, remind me to let we'll get into the episode here, but remind me to bring up a potentially controversial point about cinnamon buns in general and. Pillsbury, but we'll, we'll get to it. Remind right. James um, something. Okay, go. This is this is a dough episode that I didn't mind. Yeah, huge. Yeah. yeah. Mostly, I think it was mostly because the final product wasn't just some stupid bread. It was like the whole... <laughs> yeah, bread with sugar is closer thing. to a donut, you know? I also feel like the dough yeah. making process was quick in this. Like, most of it was spent on some of the other stuff. Yes, uh, also a very key factor in uh, in 
all dough related. Because well, he fucked right. up. Speed. Th- this episode was carried on the strength of fucking up the first batch and then yeah, the second he does batch. a real he does a real fun thing in this, which he calls out the mistakes he makes and then he, uh, he then he fixes it. So his yeah. first mistakes mistake is he doesn't use a big enough pan and the cinnamon rolls get crowded. His yep. second mistake yes. is he tries to separate them and the dough gets pinched together. And his third mistake is he put the icing on too late. And then he goes in and he corrects was, all of these. The last mistake was by far the most. The most yeah. Well, I mean, what are you, it, what are you doing? I, I had the note I wrote when he did that. is like, those are cinnamon rolls made by an android who has studied 90% of human culture and just missed the part about when we frost things. Because it was like, right. do you not? Do you, have you never seen a cinnamon roll? It was insane. Right. It was like, I like. It was like if you let Joey, French fries on, get wait, cold and then put salt on them. I like that. I like that. Joe assumes that ten percent of human culture is made up of when we frost things. That covers all <laughs> saucing endeavors. So like that covers barbecue frosting, right? That covers like when you put sauce on like Indian food. It really meant sauce more as a global concept, but like frosting. I would consider a sauce. Actually, frosting is really a, a soup, but that's, that's what I was point. about to say. I'm like, frosting's oh, a soup. God, no, god damn it! Uh, <laughs> Wait, so if I, you put a soup, if you put a soup on a meat, which the bread is a meat, yes, then what uh, does it become? That has become a sandwich. Oh, excellent! A cinnamon is a sandwich. It's a rolled excellent. sandwich, like a burrito. Very good. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking anyway, you. people. I'm still reading the animorphs. Still able to talk about that and food categorization. Those two things alone will I discuss. God damn it. <laughs> I wrote down the date of the video. That, oh, uh, because a couple times throughout this video, he uh, he mentioned that you had to wash your hands in between things, which means that October 23rd of 2018, Babish knew the plague was coming and he did nothing to stop mm-hmm. it. The point is, Pillsbury roll things are fucking great, and you can you can do them like like the wrong version of a lava cake and undercook them a little bit. That also Just that's touch. the best icing, soft. in my opinion, because that's not that is not cream cheese. That is very much a glaze. Yes, so good. Right, so good. I would put yeah, that on so many desserts. Very if good. I, could. I have uh, one last little note. A uh, lot of love for Tiny Whisk. Not nearly enough for Tiny Spatch. I love mm. I love a Tiny Spatula. I use we got like a set of Tiny Spatulas in various shapes. I use those things every goddamn day. They are so handy. Just I bet when you I bet when you hold them they look like toothpicks. Just getting into cans and getting oh god they're the best. You get you know you get, never there's nothing left over no residue. Yep. The residue getters. Yeah, big yeah, <laughs> big fan of tiny spatula. Tiny whisk can go fuck itself. There, I said it. <laughs> I fucking said it. I did it. Got its <laughs> ass. <laughs> Ugh. Um. Yeah. This is. I mean, this whole episode was pretty straightforward, even though it was do so, so dough dominated. It's still. We covered the the three corrections he made, which was smart of him to do. I think it was a welcome tonic in these trying times. Ah, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> should we do some corresponding? <laughs> Let's correspond with cowards. We've got three today. I want to get to all of them because uh, they are all relevant and or uh, at the, from almost a month ago. So with that in mind, uh, first up, this is from uh, Jonathan, a.k.a. John. And he spells it like you, John. Isn't that fun? That is fun. 
Hey, my dudes, in case you get tired of reading this whole email, here's my food query. Would you ever force yourself to try the things you hate? For me, it's pickles, mustard, etc. Uh, to fully experience a dish. I'm not talking about something drastic like live octopus, no shade intended for those who enjoy such a dish, but like mayo for John or something that isn't country crock for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm owned. Uh, for example, I left pickles on a burger and ended up totally having having a totally different gripe than I was expecting. Shredded, led, shredded, oh, shreddus. <laughs> shredded lettuce. Shreddus soaked in mayo. Challenge accepted. So before we delve into the rest of that, food query, would you ever force yourself to try the things you hate to fully experience? Yeah, yeah. I think absolutely. If I'm at a good enough restaurant and I trust that they know what they're doing, like I, we talked about a couple weeks ago, I don't like beets, but beets in the right hands I will eat. Like sure. I think if it's like a dish and I don't, I do appreciate the fact that I don't want to like have a depleted dish. I'll yeah. have like a creamy sauce and usually it goes well and I'm proven to be a hypocrite, but uh yeah. so yeah i'm with that for sure yeah i think you have to try stuff especially if the dish especially when it's something that like the thing that you hate is just a component of the dish right. that you're trying then you definitely have to try it even if you're like oh i know i don't yeah like it would be jimmy what do you hate i don't and the thing that's the thing is like he didn't give me an example of something that i hate right because i don't we don't have any examples for you i don't i don't really hate that much stuff. I don't know. Liquor, black, that you're like just black licorice. I don't like bl- black licorice. That shit's gross. Okay. Well, and when has that ever been like, oh, you have to try this dish. It features black licorice. I don't know. Fennel <laughs> seeds sometimes taste licorice and they can, you can go overboard on the fennel seeds and sausage. And then you're like, hey, yeah, pull back on the fennel. But again, I would, yeah, you have to, you have to try things. Even if saying you don't like things and then not trying it is like, I don't know. That's, that you, you're, never with, gonna, you're never going to find new things that way. I'm getting used to tomatoes when they are one of several components of a thing, but I'm still I, – I, I've tried the like – it's a t- slice of tomato with whatever that – is it burrata? Whatever kind of cheese on top yeah. and a little bit of uh, – um, not olive oil, balsamic on top. Yeah. Like that. those three things, I, I accept that they are like this universally enjoyed thing. I can't get past the tomato in it. Doesn't do it for me. Oh, love it. Um, but yeah, like to his so, to his example, like the pickles on a burger. Like I would ninety nine point nine percent of the time, if I see the pickles come on my burger, I'm going to take them off. But if somebody like makes a burger very specifically and is like, "Hey, you have to try yeah. this with the pickles on it," then yeah, I'm going to dive in and go for it. I don't care. Yeah, if it's like, a, especially if it's like a specialty pickle. Yeah. If it was like a Cuban burger or something like that, then yeah, I'm going to fucking dive in and eat the shit out of it. Um, uh, John goes on to say, discovered your podcast expecting to hear more of Andrew Ray's silky smooth voice and was, at first, taken aback by hearing the sound of your voices. (laughs) Listened to about half of your episodes so far, mostly backwards because of how the iPhone podcast app works. And yes, I am too lazy to force it to go in order, which provides an oddly fun listening experience. Uh, I love what you guys are doing. Please don't stop. That being said, I finally decided to follow the Epi page and look at your and take a look at your tasty mugs. Gotta say, John and Joe, uh, I don't know how I pictured in my head James. Uh, oh, John and Joe don't look exactly how I pictured in my head. James, exactly what I pictured in my head. <laughs> I don't know if that's an I, I don't it. know if that's an insult or not. <laughs> take it for what it is. You sound like what you look like. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, 
Anyways, because of how I am listening to your apps, I recently listened to Ep 56, where you reached out to cowards to find out if blowing air over ice will make cool air. Because I can't <laughs> resist the urge to assert my one good quality, knowing a few things. I can say yes, it does if the air is warmer than the ice. Yeah! The air will transfer its heat through convection. The pass air over cold things is how air conditioning works. That's very reductive, as I'm sure many people smarter than I will tell you. Get the insulator up. property... Hey, thank you. The insulator property means it will resist the transfer of heat from the hot side of the ice to the cold side. If you already read or explored this, then I have hardly apologize. I will go listen to your apps again, maybe. Let's be real, I won't. Sending good vibes from California. You guys are hilarious, and if I ever find myself back east, I will be sure I will try to drop by a show. Keep up the good work, John. John, Hell yeah, A plus John. email. Thanks, also, buddy. John, no shows ever happening again. Yeah. Comedy... <laughs> Comedy as an art form is dead, but thank you for the offer. I hope you're safe. Yes. And thank yes. you for making me write about something you have instantly have my heart warmed to you. Nothing. Yes, John, <laughs> stay in California forever, where it is safe, hopefully. <laughs> uh, our next email comes from uh, an oldie but a goodie coward. This is from D. D. Uh, OG coward. And this is relevant. Uh, D says, Babish Boys, day three in self-imposed quarantine. Rationing oatmeal cream pies is hard. I've had to hide them <laughs> in strategic places around the house so that my brothers don't destroy them all in two days. Toilet paper is still a hot commodity. My mother briefly brought up the possibility of adult diapers and ideas she saw on Facebook. I'm resistant <laughs> to such ideas. Anyways, think about what you have in your pantries and fridges. What's the fanciest meal you could make with what you currently have? In the event of apocalypse, what are three foods you risk it all to get your hands on? In a crisis like this, how are John's billions helping the masses? These are my burning <laughs> questions. Thanks for keeping people entertained in these tough times. Stay safe, D. Uh, I will so, say that a lot of my money that was in the market is gone. <laughs> John is a poor. He's one of yeah, us now. Welcome back to the... Welcome back one, to of us, one of us. Goobble gobble. Goobble gobble. Uh... uh so in order, sorry, the fanciest meal that you can make with what you currently have. The fanciest meal I could make currently, I wouldn't make it because it's a dish Olivia makes, but it's a, uh, it's like a chickpea curry. That's oh, very yeah. good, served over rice. Uh, but we bought the ingredient. It's Which, actually, uh, it's not even a fancy meal. It's a, it's like a dirt cheap meal. It costs like five bucks total to make. But that's yeah, isn't that chana masala? I don't even know what it's called, but. In terms of like, if I was trying to wow people, that I would make that dish because it's like, oh, this isn't a regular like grilled chicken and white and people rice. shouldn't know how yeah, to make this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that would be yeah, that would be like my trying to entertain in the apocalypse dish. Tight, Johnny. Um, I mean, it's a little bit of a cheater answer, but it's the the bucatini alla matriana that I'm making tonight because <laughs> I have all the ingredients yeah. <laughs> for it. You are about to do it, <laughs> but it's it's only like bacon, tomatoes, uh, cheese, bucatini. Like it's a pretty simple dish. Um, I'm gonna say up until about mm, 24 hours ago, I would have been able to say uh, a Thanksgiving meal, uh, a, a nice big <laughs> fancy one. Um, but the pivot into gnocchi from that is gnocchi fancy. Or is it like sure. an old I mean, homemade, homemade, no, homemade gnocchis. I mean, it's I, it's not like fancy, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's for an apocalypse dish, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's a pretty good apocalypse been, dish. Yeah, it's not dried noodles nice. and like spam or something like that. <laughs> uh, speaking of the apocalypse, in the event of it, 
or the three foods you'd risk it all to get your hands on? Um, we've done something similar like this, didn't we? With um, it was, what was what was the question we did in the past? Where it was like you would hurt? Wasn't like you commit a crime for three? Oh man, I know I know one of mine is I I, I would have said Hawaii sweet Hawaiian rolls uh, earlier, yeah. but since we bought them for the first time recently i'm gonna switch mine to martin's potato rolls yeah that's uh, a good pick and with that just to appease the cowards i'm also getting a tub of country crock fuck you i will go mad max <laughs> all the way <laughs> to the ends of the earth for it and then uh i'm gonna say cadbury mini eggs because i have them in my pantry currently and i cannot stop that's a good mi- yeah that's <laughs> a good mix I'm trying to think of like yep. i'm trying to think of like a sweet thing a savory thing and then yep a dip something i would probably i think i would do oh no you go because i i don't have my third i think i would do a really good burger uh reese's eggs nice that was and uh might be number four on my list and i think like a lobster roll (laughs) hell yeah um i was going i'm i was debating between um peanut M&M's and a Reese's product and I'm gonna go with a Reese's product but it's gonna be Reese's pumpkins not Reese's eggs the eggs have a little too (laughs) much the ratio is just a little off the pumpkins have the best ratio (laughs) so I would do Reese's pumpkins um you have to hope we go into the apocalypse in October. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it's right before. No, sorry, right after <laughs> Halloween, so I could get them cheap. Even in the apocalypse, you got to watch out for deals. <laughs> yeah, you you I'm hunting my fellow humans and also bargains. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, oh man, this is so hard. I it's this is so cliche. It would be it would be bacon. I would definitely bacon would have to be a staple. I would I would definitely risk everything to get nice crispy fucking bacon and then i'm can uh, i revise mine just a touch yeah go 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 because i was doing like piecemeal foods and it's if we're offering up like if a meal uh is on the table i think i'm gonna say uh i think i'm gonna say the uh the cuban frita from frita bedidos in ann arbor oh god i don't I don't know what my last thing would be. I honestly, the first thing that came to my head was a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Oh, that's a good answer. <laughs> Which is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I'm gonna, so I'll stick. Yeah, I'll stick with that. The spicy chicken sandwich Although, from Wendy's. They already did this in the movie, but man, James and I had them at an open mic back when uh, stand-up comedy was still happening. Oh my Twinkies god, Twinkies still fucking slam. Yeah, John, I don't think I told you this. I had a Twinkie for the first time. I know I said it's like, like a uh, genuinely in 15 years I had a Twinkie for the first time and it almost ruined my diet because I like <laughs> I had it and it's it was it was such processed sugar and food so like so pure a version of it it's, that I yeah that my body like shut down it was insane it is it is it is weaponized sugar yes. Twinkie yeah that would be the best way I could describe it yeah like in the film oh. Zombieland correct <laughs> Uh, guys, we got one more. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, and it's from uh, a recurrent uh, writer. This is also from D. D says, Babish Boys, I popped onto Facebook for the first time in weeks and saw the post. I'm glad you guys are taking the proper precautions and staying home like you should. I eagerly await the pod's return, but until then, stay safe and follow guidelines. Much love, D. I love it. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Thank I you was, D. Yeah, and I was going to say, after the last one, I hope D is 
safe and I hope John is safe and I hope all the cowards out there are safe and following the correct precautions. Don't be those douchebags on a beach yeah, in Florida don't. getting drunk and being sloppy. Stay home if you can. If you have to work, revolt and vote for Bernie. <laughs> Woo! Uh, politics. Yeah. Um, yeah, stay home and then uh, listen to every episode of this and then when you legally go insane because of just too much exposure to us, you can blame it on us and you'll yeah. get out of any problems you have. But since you're home, you probably have people that are looking for things to do and make them listen to this, you know? Guys! <laughs> if you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we're at Gab with Bab on Twitter. If you want to see pictures and stuff, we're at Gabbing with Babish on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us uh, apocalypse hypotheticals, coronavirus, health information, we are experts. We can walk you through yeah. a serious absolutely yes. uh, please send those emails to uh, gabbingwithbabish at gmail.com okay bye bye we everybody. did it